welcome to the podcast as we continue our study in the New Testament, the book of Matthew. We are moving right along here. Today we will go over Matthew chapter 10. As you recall, hopefully you have listened to chapter 9. That chapter ended with the Lord Jesus praying to God the Father to send workers or laborers to help uh, with the harvest, i.e. to help with preaching the kingdom of God. So as we pick it up here in chapter 10, we will learn how the Lord Jesus would appoint his followers to get out there and preach about the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. Okay, so with that brief background, what is the gist of chapter 10? In chapter 10, we will learn about the instructions the Lord Jesus gave his first century followers or disciples when he sent them out to preach about the kingdom of God. And we will soon find out that those instructions are pretty much the same. And those instructions pertain to all those who are followers of Jesus Christ who would step out in faith to preach about Christ Jesus. In this chapter, we will also uh, continue to see the Lord Jesus exerting his authority over demonic spirits and over diseases. So let's get into it. And I begin by reading the first few verses. Matthew 10 verse 1, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and sickness. Right away, we are learning how the Lord called the 12 and then gave them authority to get out there and preach the kingdom of God and to uh, cure and drive out demonic spirits and to heal the sick that is still the same today so um the next verses verses two through four went on to list the names of the disciples i will let you read that on your own because it is very self-explanatory and essentially um you can understand that. So I, I skip all that. Let's get to verse five. Uh, beginning verse five here, the Lord would begin to give detailed instructions to the disciples. And as I said uh, just a little while ago, these instructions are still relevant to us today in the 21st century. So I would take a closer look at these verses here. Okay, verse five. These 12, referring to the 12 disciples. Um, oh, let, let me say something here real quick. Uh, there is an important principle here, and I had explained this earlier. The 12 disciples of the Lord Jesus were ordinary people. Okay, whom he called and sent out to preach the kingdom of God. 
even though I did not read verses 2, 3, 4, these were ordinary fishermen, such as uh, Simon Peter, okay, uh, James, John. The point here is that the Lord Jesus still calls ordinary people and then he equips them with the necessary spiritual might to get out there and proclaim the kingdom of God. In today's era, the 21st century, every true believer is indwelt by the Holy Spirit that enables us to speak boldly about Christ Jesus. So I just wanted to highlight that these disciples were not special people. They were ordinary men like you and I, and they received power and authority from the Lord to preach. So we should not be shy. We should not be intimidated to preach Christ to others because it will be the Lord Jesus himself enabling us through the Holy Spirit when we step out in faith to proclaim Christ. Okay, I pick it up here in verse 5. These 12, Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Let me pause here. Why do you think the Lord Jesus warned the disciples not to go to the Gentiles and the Samaritans to preach the kingdom of God? If you recall, as I explained already, the Lord Jesus came at his first coming primarily to preach the kingdom of God to the Jews. The plan was that the Jews would receive him received his message, but that did not work. The Jews rejected him, and then later on, the Lord extended his preaching to the Gentiles. So during the Lord Jesus' ministry, his focus was the Jews. So that was the primary reason why the disciples were instructed not to go to the Gentiles. And then the Samaritans, let me explain this. This calls for some explanations. The Samaritans uh, came about, or the, the group called Samaritans, or tribe, or community, however way you want to say it, came about right after the northern kingdom of Israel was captured and destroyed by the Assyrians somewhere around 721 to 722 BC. And it is believed that this group or race called Samaritans emerged due to intermarriage between some of the Jews and Gentiles, which as a result led to a lot of pagan worship by the Samaritans. Essentially, uh, some of the Jews ended up marrying pagan wives and, um, and they started practicing uh, pagan worship, idolatry. And there was serious hatred and animosity between the Jews and the Samaritans. The Jews viewed the Samaritans as demon-possessed people and as idol worshippers. And the two biggest difference or differences among the Jews and Samaritans was their disagreement with regards to the place of worship 
of God. The Jews believed based on the teachings from the Old Testament that uh, the temple of God, God, the sanctuary of worship should be in Jerusalem. But then the Samaritans disagreed. Instead, they believed that they had to worship God at the Mount called Gerizim. So there was a lot of religious strife going on between these two uh, groups of uh, people. And this ongoing tension took place throughout the first century. In fact, Bible scholars uh, say that right around 128 BC, the Jewish high priest orchestrated a plan which destroyed the Samaritan sanctuary right there in Mount Gerizim. So there was bitter tension and there were enemies, which really religious animosity or religious, uh, how, how can I say this? Uh, religious hatred is the worst type of prejudice there is. So the Jews did not like the Samaritans and the Samaritans did not like the Jews, which explained and I am speaking a little bit ahead of myself here, but just to give you heads up, when we get to the gospel of John, we would see how the Lord Jesus' disciples were kind of ticked off that he was talking to the Samaritan woman at the well. Remember the story? We would um, talk more about that when we get there. But the point is that the Lord Jesus did not send his disciples to the Gentiles and the Samaritans. It is not because Jesus was prejudiced. No, he wasn't. But the time for the Gentiles and the Samaritans to, to hear the message about the kingdom of God had not reached. The Jews had to hear and receive the message first before the Gentiles and others uh, would follow. So that was the entire a reason why the Lord Jesus did not want the disciples to go to the Gentiles and Samaritans. Obviously, just to show that the Lord Jesus was not prejudiced, eventually he preached to the Samaritan woman. Okay? Okay, so hopefully that perspective uh, will help you as we go along with our study here in the New Testament. Okay, continuing here in verse 6. The Lord continues with his instructions, go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. I had just explained that. Verse 7, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Hallelujah. So we see how the Lord gave these disciples instructions with active verbs. Let me repeat those. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. The Lord didn't tell them to go beg. The Lord didn't tell the disciples to go and, and, and present 
uh, the kingdom of God to people with an attitude of, okay, maybe God will heal you. Maybe God won't if you just believe. No, the Lord Jesus was authoritative in his instructions. He said, heal the sick, raise the dead, drive out the demons. Friend, do you think that has changed today? No. The Lord Jesus wants us, his disciples, to still get out there, preach the kingdom of God, and heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who are afflicted with all kinds of diseases. You know why? Because that same power and authority that he gave those 12 disciples, we have it today plus much more. You know why? Because we are indwelt with the Holy Spirit. At the time the Lord Jesus gave these 12 disciples these instructions, the Holy Spirit had not even come. The Holy Spirit came after his uh, death, burial, and resurrection. So we are in a much better covenant. Okay, We have power available to us through the indwelling Holy Spirit. So when we get out there to preach the kingdom of God to others, to, to share God's goodness and the love of God, and we come across people who are sick, those who are suppressed and oppressed by demonic spirits in the name of Jesus, we have to reach out to them and lay hands on them and command those spirits to come out. Because we have authority in the name of Jesus and in his perfect precious blood. Hallelujah. So we can do better. Okay. Moving along in, um, verse nine, the Lord continued, do not get any gold or silver or copper to take with you in your belt. Verse 10, no bag for the journey or extra shirt or sandals or a staff for the worker is worth his keep. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus is saying that the disciples should not carry any extra baggage, any extra food, because the worker is worth his keep. What is the Lord saying? The Lord is saying the same principles that we will find out in the epistles. Let me just point out two scriptures to you. 1 Corinthians 9, 9 and 1 Timothy 5, 17. What am I saying? Those who preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, those whom the Lord has called to preach professionally as a pastor, Bible teacher, evangelist, apostles, etc., we should be blessed back monetarily or financially by those who receive our messages. Is that clear? Let me repeat that. What the Lord is teaching here is a principle across the entire Bible that the Bible teachers like myself, the pastors, should be blessed back financially by those of you who are listening to us because it takes countless amount of hours for us to prepare and study to bring this message to you. God does not want us to be distracted by having multiple other side jobs to pay our bills. God has set his kingdom in such a way that those who preach and teach the word professionally should feed off the gospel message, meaning that we should receive offerings, donations, and love gifts 
financially from those who are benefiting from our message so we can be blessed mm -hmm. so we can live comfortable lives likewise that is really the principle that the lord is is teaching here that the disciples should not carry extra uh, clothing with them extra food with them because they are worth receiving blessings monetarily food wise etc from those that they will preach to hopefully you get that okay moving along here verse 11 whatever town or village you enter search there for some worthy person and stay at their house until you leave that is self-explanatory right hello friends this is dr ruth here thank you for joining me today i would like to share with you our ministry offer that is available to you as a donation to this ministry throughout my teachings out of the gospels so i have two resources that i know will bless you tremendously because these two books have blessed hundreds of people so the two books all have to do with the ministry of jesus christ so the first one is titled who is the real jesus and the second one is titled are you moving forward with jesus so for a ministry donation of 50 dollars or more this includes shipping and handling if you live here in the usa we will mail these two books to you today okay it will provide added clarity added teaching about the gospels the ministry of jesus the work of christ these are phenomenal resources that would add into the teaching here i'm doing in the gospels and and help you to really have a deeper revelation and walk with the lord so again this comes to us as a donation and we thank you in advance for considering that again the books are who is the real jesus and the other one is are you moving forward with jesus for a ministry donation of 50 dollars or more if you live in the usa but if you cannot afford both books and you just want one it's okay too we thank you for your donation so who is the real jesus for a donation of $25 or more, including shipping and handling. And then the other book, Are You Moving Forward with Jesus, would be $35, including shipping and handling. We will mail these books to you today. The advantage of getting both books is that you would save $10, okay? So again, this ministry offer is only available for those who live within the USA because we cannot ship overseas. But if you live overseas and you're listening to me, you can get these books from Amazon. So here is how you can donate through us directly to get this book as a ministry offer. Our safe and secure website is drruthtanyi.org slash donate. Again, drruthtanyi.org slash donate. And then uh, if you live in the USA, we also receive donations through Zelle. And here's the telephone number for Zelle. 909-501-9031. Again, 909-501-9031. And then we also accept donations through Cash App 
and the name there is the dollar sign Dr. Ruth Tanya. Or if you just want to bless us with a one-time donation to help us produce more teachings like this and pay for studio time, we thank you abundantly uh, from the bottom of our hearts. And God says thank you. And God is so faithful that he will bless you back abundantly, exceedingly. So I want to thank you in advance for purchasing this additional ministry resources to help you to gain a better revelation of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Again, we thank you. Here is the teaching. Okay, verse 12, the Lord continues. As you enter the home, give it your greeting. Verse 13, if the home is deserving, let your peace rest on it. If it is not, let your peace return to you. That's self-explanatory if the home is deserving, meaning that if the home is welcoming, if the people in the home opens their doors to let you in, if they are interested in listening about the kingdom of God, your blessing will rest upon that household. The same principle applies today. When I preach the gospel of Christ to people, those who are willing and open, the peace of God floods their hearts. Yep, that is really the same principle. Verse 14, the Lord continues, If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. Truly, I tell you, it will be more bearable for Sodom and Gomorrah on the day of judgment than for that town. Glory to God. This is so true. Back then, in the Jewish culture, the saying to shake your dust off your feet means um, a, a sign to say that, hey, I come to your home and you rejected me. I am shaking the dust off my feet. I am never, never coming back. That is what the Lord is saying. And this principle still applies. If I were to go to somebody's home to preach and they reject me totally, if they are not interested in my message about the Lord, I would say, you know what? I wish you the best. I'm not coming back. Mm-hmm. That principle still applies. In essence, we should not force people or convince people or manipulate people to listen to the kingdom of God or to listen to the goodness of God. No, we should not do that. People need to come to a place of recognizing their own spiritual bankruptcy their own need for God, and then they will listen to you. So don't waste your time convincing anyone. You can't do it anyway. Okay? Before we go, I want to remind you to visit our website, drruthtanyi.org. That's D-R-R-U-T-H-T-A-N-Y-I dot O-R-G. And check out our event page and sign up for one or all of our upcoming events. While there, remember to subscribe to Dr. Ruth's monthly Bible teaching e-newsletters so you can start receiving more life-changing teachings. If Dr. Ruth's teachings are a blessing to you, we would like to know that. So would you please send us an email and let us know? Here is our email address, info at drruthtanyi.org. That's I-N-F-O at dot org. You can also find Dr. Ruth's simple, 
and practical teachings on YouTube. Just search for Dr. Ruth Tanyi Ministries, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and watch Dr. Ruth's Bible teaching videos at your convenience 24-7. Remember to click the notification bell on YouTube after you subscribe. That way, you will receive alerts when we upload more Bible teachings. I am Chris Horam, and may God's abundant blessings chase you today. In Jesus' name, amen.